0: Breathing in His presence now is a ministry of Jesus Christ. Attentive to the needs of women, it strives to educate and edify the body of Christ through the reading of God's Word by focusing on His truths as led by the Holy Spirit. Topics discussed center on the total well-being of women. It assists women in their transformation from brokenness to godly boldness, allowing them to transform at their own pace into the destiny, calling and purpose as authored by our Creator, the Most High God. for joining us today. I am your host Joyce Lister and this is Breathing in His Presence Now. We are doing the second episode, continuing our discussion on righteousness and if I may take a few moments just to get some administrative things out of the way one of the ways that you can contact me is through my website at Breathing in His Presence Now. The URL is B-I-S hpnow.com and the email address is bihpn1 at gmail.com. You can find this information on the TalkShoe website profile information. I'd just like to take a moment to recap what was previously stated on our debut show, which was talking about righteousness. We spoke about three things the definition of righteousness, which is being in correct moral standing with God, the importance of examining ourselves, and we talked about God's judgment of the unrighteous. Specifically, we took a look at two sets of verses. One was Psalms 1, 1 through 3, in which those who are righteous were compared to a tree that was planted by the rivers of water. We compared that to Daniel chapter 4, verses 19 through 26, in which we find that Nebuchadnezzar has had a dream. It's a second dream, and that he's inquired of Daniel regarding the interpretation of this dream. We find out that Nebuchadnezzar, is being reprimanded by God. And the purpose is to let Nebuchadnezzar know that it is the most high God who rules in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. So I'd just like to finish up with one additional piece of information regarding Nebuchadnezzar's second dream. And that is to note that in verse 27, Daniel offers Nebuchadnezzar god's plan of escape so there's a consequence that nebuchadnezzar is facing but there's a way of escape that is offered to him before that consequence occurs and we can find this in verse 27 it says to break off your sins by being righteous and your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor now we know that nebuchadnezzar chose not to take daniel's advice and he suffered the consequences of becoming like a beast in the field. Today's message is substantially stronger in that God wants me to warn those of you who continue to play the harlot. It's very strong language, and I hope that by the spirit that you hear me. In fact, I want to invite the Holy Spirit in right now so that he can take control of me so that you do not hear Joyce Lister talking, but you hear by the Spirit, that Spirit man that dwells within you, so that Spirit can understand Spirit. So, Father God, I come before you humbly as your servant. You know me, Father God, and you know that I only wish to do your will. Give me the words that pierce the heart of the women that are listening. Let them hear you by the Spirit. Let anything that is of me fall to the ground, Father God. Let it never be remembered. But Father, your words, pierce them. Let them hear what thus says the Lord and prompt them to action because you are the Most High God and you do reign throughout this earth. I pray this in Jesus' name. This podcast was supposed to be monthly, but one of the things that I really want to make sure occurs is that we are listening to the Spirit. And the Spirit of God, after I had given the first podcast was still upon me and I felt as though what needed to be accomplished had not been accomplished the warning had not been issued the warning to God's people to say that you have to turn from the sin that you are continuing to do the Lord gave me a vision and it was uh, very disturbing to me and that vision had to do with a man and his wife there was another woman that comes along and steals him away At first, they are very discreet, keeping the infidelity well hidden. Later, they began to hold hands right under the nose of the wife. This to me implied that there was some type of public display. There was some boldness that was occurring with this sin. And lastly, the vision becomes more graphic in that they are in a very compromising position, and they're on the verge of consummating their sin. It was very evident to me that temptation was right there in the forefront. And the Lord says that he's going to allow consequences if you do not step out of this scenario. It's very easy for us when we hear a vision such as that to simply think of it in terms of a sexual sin. Although I think the Lord was talking in some instances of a sexual sin, it's not necessarily a sexual sin. And that's why it's so important. And I beseech each one of you to examine your own lives, to determine if the Lord is speaking directly to you. And I want you to hear him by the spirit. The main verse that the Lord gave me to talk about today is in Psalms 78. And we find that in this verse, it's, it's extensively long, so I will summarize it given the time frame. The Lord is telling his people to listen to his law and his words. And he wants us to not only know it for ourselves, but to teach our children and to have their children, children understand his praises, that he should be praised, that he should be receiving praises for the blessings that he's given. He wants them to know about his strength and he wants them to know about his wonderful works. He even goes so far as to tell us why he wants us to do these things for our children and our children's children and that is so that they have hope in God. That they will not forget God's work, they will keep His commandments, and they won't be like previous generations. He describes this generation that He doesn't want them to be like as a stubborn and a rebellious generation, one that does not keep His covenant. And they refuse to walk in the laws that He's given them, and they forget His works and wonders. That he's shown them if you examine Psalms 78 what you see is a cycle that there is a continual rescuing by the Lord that occurs there's a cycle of sin repentance and and then going about your your own way they just keep going in this cycle and I would offer up to you that the Lord is quite tired of it. In fact, he's sick of it. Some that will listen to this podcast will recognize themselves immediately. Others, it may take a while because there's been excuses that have been given. Such things like... Um, Um, girl you know I've tried I've done everything I could but God understands that I am but flesh what I want to make sure you know is that God does understand but he does have consequences as with anything there is consequences if we take a peek at verse 67 we find that the Lord is finally rejecting the children of Ephraim. And if we back up a little bit, we find out why. Because in verse 58, it says, for they provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him to jealousy with their carved images. So you say, I don't have idolatry in my life this was way back when you know over 2000 years ago I'm not having carved images anywhere well idolatry is not just about a carved image it is about anything that you are placing in a higher position than what God is in and our God is a jealous God and he is jealous in the sense that he loves us so much that he does not want us to perish and he gives us a way of escape but after a while as with your own children for those of you who do have children you understand that you want them to learn the lesson while they're young and some of you may be thinking i'm not young but the lord wants you to learn the lesson so that the enemy does not continue to steal from you and that you experience the abundant life that he has for you. It continues and said, When God heard this, he was furious and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh, the tent he had placed among men. What this means is basically that the Lord doesn't even want to be around them. Our sin is separating us from the presence of God. There are certain blessings that you've been asking the Lord for for such a long time. And you're wondering, why am I not seeing this blessing? Why am I not seeing this blessing? Why am I not seeing the manifestation of the Most High God within my life? The truth of the matter is that the Lord does require righteousness, that if you do want his blessings, there are certain prerequisites that you have to have. One is right standing with him. And so it continues that in verse 61, and delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the enemy's hand. He also gave his people over to the sword and was furious with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men, and their maidens were not given in marriage. Their priests fell by the sword, and their widows made no lamentation. Then the Lord awoke as from sleep, like a mighty man who shouts because of wine, and he beat back his enemies. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he rejected the tent of Joseph, and did not choose the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, Mount Zion which he loved if we want the blessings of the most high God we have to be in right standing with him and the Lord is wanting to make sure that we understand that there is a rejection that will be coming forth and some of you, you may have been experiencing some of this already the question simply becomes are you going to be amongst those who are rejected or amongst those who have been chosen the lord clearly wants the blessing to transpire he wants to open up the windows of heaven but there are prerequisites Some may think that, well, I have God's grace. And I would direct your attention to Romans 6, the entire chapter of Romans 6. Because God's grace does not give us an excuse to continue sinning. In fact, we find that in verse 19 that we are to be slaves of righteousness for holiness. This means that we are to continue becoming more and more holy. We need our minds transformed to the mind of Christ because we, in and of ourselves, cannot do it alone. You see, it's just like this podcast. I can't do this podcast without the help of the Holy Spirit because there's a certain message that he wants for women and I have to be open to the prompting of his spirit. I cannot be open to that if the vessel is unclean. I have to put myself in a position so that I can clearly hear from him so that when he changes up things, I can move. So getting back to wanting the blessings that the Lord has for you. If you were to humble yourself, get in the presence of the Lord and seek him, Seek him and seek him alone, then you'll hear from him. He says, my sheep hear my voice and another they will not follow. It's a promise. So seek him for that problem that you're having, that concern that you have. It's difficult to do, but as you do it more and more, it becomes easier and it becomes second nature. Just like you may have an issue with anger, if you start focusing on what are the triggers for that anger, you can start dissipating it. Part of solving the problem is recognizing that there is a problem and putting things in place so that you don't continue down the same path. The Lord tells us that we have to capture our thoughts so that sin is not consummated. And the way we can do this is being in his presence because he prompts us by the Holy Spirit and he leads and guides us. We're running to this person and that person for prayer, but God really does want a dialogue with you. He wants to be in direct communication with you. It's okay for Sister Wonderful, Brother Wonderful, to pray. But he's looking for that relationship with you. That's what it means to be a Christian, that we have a relationship with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, with God the Father. And we cannot do it if our vessels are unclean, if we cannot hear the voice of the Lord clearly prompting us to move. You see, the people long ago they were led by a cloud by day and they were led by a fire by night what are you being led by can you recognize the prompting of the Holy Spirit do you feel his presence it takes some time it takes some effort but it is worth the payoff there is a cost of being a disciple of the most high god and he tells us that even in his word i don't have this specific verse at the moment but he tells us there is a cost of following him and we can follow him we can study his word and find out which way he wants us to go what direction he wants us to take father god we call out to him and we ask him how can i solve this problem I did it just this week. This week was quite full for me in that I was trying to prepare for a podcast and my entire job situation is changing. And I was calling out to him and asking him for direction, for guidance. Father God, I'm getting frustrated. I don't understand what's going on. Why are you having me go through this? And guess what? my father started speaking back to me and telling me, this is why you're going through this. This is why you are seeing these particular changes. And you know, it's uncomfortable. It really is uncomfortable sometimes. But that's the, the beauty of the Lord. When you know things are not of you and you can know with a surety That there is someone, God, who is with you. The creator of the universe is concerned about the things that you are concerned about. But there is a requirement. And I cannot emphasize that enough. Ladies, I want you to continue examining yourselves, purging yourselves. And I want you to turn because you can't serve two masters. You cannot serve God and mammon. And did you know that mammon means what is it? So what is the what is it in your life that you're trying to serve along with God? I want you to really take some time and think about it. And allow the Holy Spirit to illuminate those areas of your life that you have decided to take control of and not give over to him it is worth it it is hard but as you do it more and more you will realize that the benefits are much greater than the cost that you've perceived god reminds us in revelation 3 verses 14 through 23 that being lukewarm for him is not acceptable In fact, he tells us that he will spew us out. He wishes that we would either either be cold or hot. That means make up your mind. He's in love with you. That was one of the things that he kept emphasizing to me over and over, even though he was saying to give a rebuke, that he loves those. Who are obedient to him. But it also says that. Those he loves. He rebukes and he chastens. So just in case you're wondering. And you're not sure. This is the rebuke. And I beg of you to turn. I beseech you to turn. So that there is no chastening. And if you have experienced the chastening. I know it's not feeling very good. But Draw to him closer because he's given us free will. You're grown adults. You make decisions day by day. And these day by day decisions shape your character. Choose to walk in alignment with the Lord's word. I'd like for you to take a look at Deuteronomy 30 verses 19 through 20. It says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death blessing and cursing therefore choose life that both you and your descendants may live that you may love the Lord your God that you may obey his voice and that you may cling to him for he is your life and the length of your days and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to Abraham Isaac and Jacob to give them. Do you not want to enter the promised land? Do you not want to have the abundant life that the Lord has in store for you? I do. I have a blessing that is right now on the verge of happening, and I am so excited about it. I want my sisters to enjoy blessings that are stored up for them, specifically for them. I want them to be clean vessels, holy and pure before the Lord. There is no shame, there is no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. I thank you so much for listening today and I ask that you turn Thank you all for joining today. It has been a blessing to speak to you, and I do not take this lightly. I ask the Father to continue to bless you until we are yet again together to share in his presence and to hear what thus says the Lord. Be blessed.